Welcome, Traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from beyond the dice. Welcome back. We play role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition and more. And now this is a more episode because it's Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition and uh, Gamma World, which is a like a, a post-apocalyptic sort of add-on or supplement to 5th Edition. Uh, it was uh, written by a guy who I think got a cease and desist, but it doesn't look like it's been updated since its release. Uh, I just, I got it a long time ago, like when 5th edition sort of first came out, and uh, we're playing it on our board game weekend. So uh, a few months ago, a group of our, our friends got together at a sort of a, a beach house, and uh, because the weather was kind of crap outside, we didn't go to the beach. We just drank a lot of um, beverages and we played board games and RPGs and all that sort of thing. And this was a, a little adventure that I ran for the guys there and we recorded it for some fun. So please uh, forgive us for the, the audio quality. We did stick a road mic down in the middle of the room and we clinked beer bottles and rolled dice and yelled at one another. And anyway, this was the... the uh, the, the final product, I guess. Uh, now, it is a post-apocalyptic world that takes place in New Etika. No, not in New Etika. In the world of New Etika. Just outside of New Etika. In the wasteland surrounding uh, the Mega City. And... It's a, it's a bunch of fun, a bunch of uh, robots and revenants, which are like, you know, people that have been brought back from the dead by radiation or scientific means or some something like that. You know, like a ghoul from the uh, the Fallout franchise. Um, yeah, anyway, it's uh, Damien, Curry, Levi, Aiden, and Andy. Uh, also myself, I run the, the episode. These are people that you may or may not have heard from before. If you've listened to the setup episode, which is before this one, you will uh, have heard their voices. But anyway, I'm going to shut this trap of mine, this mouth hole, and uh, get on to the action. Y'all, you people here, all work for Mullet Goff. That's his name. He's a <laughs> businessman. Is that T-H or F? Two Fs. G-O-F-F. Mullet Goff. He's a tall uh, human, mutated human. He's got probably about eight eyes in various places around his head. Well, Long black hair, like you might think a goth would. But it's sort of pinned back with different, um, like, hairpins. Butterfly ones, little race car ones, or, like, um, scrunchies and stuff to keep the hair out of all the eyes that are placed around the, the circumference of his head. Uh, he's basically really slender, like, really long neck, really long arms, but a very squat body. Does he have a mullet? Uh, no, just oh, very long on. black hair. Uh, I need everyone to roll a d6 for me real quick. I got five. 
One. One. Five. Okay. Everyone who got five or over, five or six, you are old friends of Mullet. Uh, the others are new to the to the company, to the business. Oh. You've been brought in. Um, so, he's a businessman, and his main business around the lands has been basically transporting goods from an outpost or town to another, you know, like uh, bringing in goods from one place and basically kind of like a merchant in a sense, right? Usually in the waste because it's pretty dangerous. There are lots of raiders, there are beasts and creatures and all sorts of things that would attack you or attack the caravans on their way. So typically people go and protect them. And that is your job. You've been hired by Malakoff to protect um, a new strain of his business. So, he's setting up shop in Dungastown. So as you can see on the map down here. Dungastown, is that in the Middle East? Dungastown. <laughs> Dungastown. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you first rocked up to Dungastown, you noticed this huge airstrip and these signs for, um, for Dungas Airport, right? On the airstrip, there are all of these market stalls and stuff all along the entire thing. And at the very end where there's like um, a few little hangars and stuff like that, that's where the town has been built around. So the market takes place in the, in the run strip um, where the, those little lights pop up at nighttime and flash in the, the, the orange in the middle of the runway. That's um, good idea. Well, there's not planes yet. And the rest of the place is made up of shanties, you know, that have been coddled together by old aeroplane parts and buses and trucks and p bits of tin and all that sort of stuff that's been collected from the area to build up this this small shanty town. So this new business in Bungastown is to travel Dungastown. to Seasick City, which is here. Seasick City? Yes. All that you've been told by uh, locals in the area, because you're all new to this this place. Seasick City is, a, is literally a city that has been built upon something which floats on a large lake or small sea. Is it sick? It constantly <laughs> rocks. Sick. It's constantly <laughs> moving and rocking, so a lot of people get sick while they're on there. Uh, so the idea is to travel there where they have a, um, a plant which makes water good called the water good plant. They suck it out of the... the How does it grow? The what? Plant. No, I think... <laughs> yeah, is it I don't know. Or a building. You might it's, have to... You can ask people in the town when we get there. So the idea of the business is to get from Dungastown to Seasick City, yes. collect water, buy water from them, to then bring back to this area and transport it to the various outposts and towns and stuff and sell it a little bit higher because it's a premium that those people don't have to travel with their jugs of water or pay other caravans to hopefully bring their water back. This is a guaranteed service by Mullet Goff, Mullet Goff's water service, to collect it, have it purified, brought back so people can have clean water to drink and cook with. So we're the never fail guy. Basically. <laughs> okay. Basically. We're the cool ridge. <laughs> so, <coughs> you were all at the, um, the new headquarters of um, Mullet Co., <laughs> right hasn't quite gotten his branding sorted out in the city yet 
but there is a large, um, old, like an old fire truck that the back has been cut off and it's a big flatbed. And then on the, on the flatbed, they have sort of welded large sheets of corrugated tin. Uh, and then in the back of that, there's there are all these chains holding in different size containers in bottles and, and such. Oh, containing water? Yes. Was he not aware that fire trucks... I mean, did they... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he needed to, like, tear that thing down again to rebuild it. You, you can do this in character. Don't don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. the it's great, though. Um, <laughs> attached to it is a... Uh, a fuel semi... You know, a semi-trailer with, a, with the fuel, big fuel thing on it. You know, you might see, like, 7-Eleven... Uh, but it has been cut off completely at the top. So it's like half. It's been half. Sure. So you can just um, pour stuff straight into it. So you can pour stru- stuff straight into it. Um, it's completely empty at the moment. Uh, you're standing there. Muller Goff is not here. Uh, he will be coming in a few days to see how everything goes. But you two, because you guys are long friends... Have been, or you two, have been tasked to make sure that this first mission, this first job, to get to Seasick Town and back with water is successful before he arrives. Because he's setting up shops somewhere else. He's, you know, he's opening a chain. He's thinking this water thing might be a good idea. He's trying to, you know, procure some good vehicles for the thing. Because it's quite hard to get working vehicles out here. You need to know a good mechanic to put it together and such. So I, thought, so I thought we were like so far back in the timeline that it was fantasy. No. Where where were we at? Just just yeah. Well, there are fire if there are fire trucks. The timeline, as like I said in in the normal <laughs> setting of our podcast, is it's it's a few it's fantasy but science fiction fantasy yeah, because sure. it's so far in the future. These are the wastelands the wastelands outside of the big walled mega cities. So we're the we're actually in. New Etika timeline. Correct. Okay, sure. My bad. My bad. Yes. I thought we were playing in the in the past. No. Cool. All right. No worries. So this is the wasteland. Yep. Sweet. Oh, uh, the there are you know grey black tar highways with yellow and white striped lines and yep. overpasses and big green signs that point to places that don't exist anymore and so landmarks like the giant banana, which is you know not a banana anymore it's just a melted pile of orange yellow yeah, I plastic mean, if you want to get some shorts that's the place to go i ah, hear it is uh so you're all there in this small um tin shed basically that's been put, put together out the front there's a small flag that has been spray painted over black and then white spray paint to say mullet coat you're there around the truck you two have asked for some, you know, people to come across and a wagon rocks up being pulled by a creature that kind of looks like a, um, like a seal, right? Uh, yeah, like a seal. Oh, a singer. Yeah. No, not a singer. Right. Uh, but completely purple and has insect legs. Um, so, but it's and also huge, probably the size of a rhino that rocks up with a wagon full of people, and these are the people. Yeah, it's two robots and a human stepping off the wagon. Um, you guys approach them do, because do you know they're the new robots. 
Sorry? So we we asked for them... To, to come over to come from over. the main so Marco building them. in a yep. different area. Yep. You can decide if you know, have met them before or know them before, but I would like you guys to maybe just describe what your character looks like. Uh, let's start with Aiden. Okay. Uh, my name, well, my character's name is Jones. He's the Revenant. Um, he is kind of like a, a skeletal humanoid, um, a little bit bigger than a normal human. Um, he's wearing leather pajamas. Why are the pajamas leather? Because they offer more protection. Why are they pajamas? Because they have clouds on them. <laughs> um, Defining feature. That, that makes them pajamas. They're like a tracksuit, and they have they have clouds on. Them. That's pajamas, right? Yeah. You sleep in them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he has a big horn in the middle of his forehead, and also he has some sort of like necrotic slash uh, energy sort of glow. Because he is reanimated, I guess. Um, so he's maybe like he's like a greenish glow. Yeah, like like almost like he's not on fire, but like almost that. Where it's like some sort of like pulsing energy, constantly coming off him all the yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yep. Is it bright? Not insanely. Okay. Would it keep me awake at night if we share? You're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Pajamas. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Uh, and he has a hockey stick, which he hits people with. <laughs> and Levi. Uh, so up in the fire truck, it, there is a little rodent who is um, installing a car radio into it, um, just playing with wires and things. It's a it's a weasel. It's Barry the weasel. He's a top bloke. He's got a nice little mohawk. He's got studs all through his ears. As many places as he can get studs, he's got studs. Um, <laughs> He doesn't have leather. He's just got like a, a black t-shirt because it's, it's too hot for him to wear leather and that thing. Um, and he's got a, a few skulls around a, a choker. Yep. And he is a, a, a self a self-identified reanimator. Okay. So he raises the dead. That's his job. And he also brings back the water. And he did. Oh yeah, and he's got like massive wings, like <laughs> oh, huge bat like wings, like a bat, like a bat, like massive bat wings. black bat wings. Um, also, in history, Reanimator, he is the person that reanimated Jones. Jones was reanimated by Barry. We're good nice! friends. Nice! Yeah. <laughs> that, I said that earlier, I mean, but sure. I mean, but I just, I don't know, like HP Lovecraft? Um, I'm a successful animator, so I mean, not like <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not a massive racist. I know, but oh, 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 what about the stories? Mild. What about the stories? What's, What's your cat's name? The reanimator. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's right. That's Great. Right. All right. What did you? Why did you bring him back? Was your friend in the beginning, or did you just? What was the? No, because I'm just edgy. That's what I do. Oh, <laughs> just just found a body. Yeah. Um, Let's get this guy. Like, this guy's got a horn on his head. Let's bring him back. To be fair, I am carrying a bikini around. Where is it? It's just in my it's in my backpack. Oh, it's, so you're uh, not, it's not like in your hands. No, 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 no. It's not like a necklace or anything. <laughs> but it is. It was my favourite outfit of my late wife, who has not been reanimated. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so that's so she'll, she'll be here it's soon. All right. Uh, well, look, me and Barry are on a quest to find her one day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Barry looking for your yeah, I'm gonna raise her for dead wife so he can raise her for me. So you don't know where her corpse is? No. 
Right. Because I died first. Nice. As soon as you find her. Then, then, then what are, be what are some family? like noble ancient names from from the ancient world? Is it, is it like Greco-Roman type names? Um, or? from ancient times. Yeah. Ancient times could be anything. Okay. Could be fantasy-based names. Could be the name Trump, <laughs> the worst king of all history. <laughs> Trumpicus. Uh, so, <clears throat> stepping off the bus is what? Would you like an Asahi, sir? No, I'm good. Uh, stepping off the bus is a six foot tall. It's corporate sponsorship, actually. I'm uh, second of the bus is a six foot tall, uh, man with a chiseled jaw and perfect hair that he has clearly been cultivating as well as he can, uh, in this horrific wasteland. He wears, uh, a suit as his light armor, um, with a cape as well. Uh, he carries, uh, a sledgehammer as his weapon and what, what's a, like a heavy range weapon would be a shotgun. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, and a shotgun. Uh, he is uh, Julianus Sylvestus uh, the Third. All right. Um, does this have it say it on his name badge? Or it something? does. Yeah, it cool. Does. Was uh, it a Walmart? It Wait, was. Okay. <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> name badge. The great, the, uh, the great kingdom of Walmart. Yes. Uh, where his uh, ancestors are hail from. <laughs> All right. Amazing. And now we have the robots. Let's go with Amy's robot. Um, well, I'd just like to clarify, there's no robots here. Um, so, uh, you see a um, sort of skeletal um, frame um, with a uh, quite, quite a chrome-like appearance. It sort of looks like, looks like a human skeleton with a uh, just a bit more metallic. Yep. Um, you know, you can't really differentiate it from a human. Um, hanging off the head of this, uh, of this, uh, bipedal being is a, um, somewhat human, uh, face. Uh, it sort of hangs off and there's a little bit of it dripping. It's not quite aligned properly either. Uh, in fact, it looks like a, uh, um, a, a human face has been, uh, appropriated from other sources and, and reinstalled onto some... Some uh, mysterious being, and um, wow, yeah. So th th this uh, creature uh, uh, approaches you, and uh, it's dragging a massive piece of rebar with a just lump of concrete on the uh, on the top of it. Uh, and on the other hand, he has a um, quite stereotypical knapsack in a uh, red and white polka dotted um, cloth. Um, and when you see him, he says, Hello, fellow humans. My name is WRX151. But you may call me Dub. I am human. Thank you. Uh, hello, WRX and others. Thank you for coming along to help us. Yeah, so he just stole my whole thing, but I'm gonna go with it anyway. So there are. What are you gonna be? There are what? definitely no robots here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are friends. You, you don't uh, like being robots. 
My name is, is Buddha Tron. Buddha to my friends, because I'm trying to ditch the Tron. It's getting between me and my fans. Uh, I am, like, basically, like, I'm essentially just a massive pair of pyjamas, but it's spelled P-Y-J-A-R-M-O-U-R, and it doubles as my armour. So I'm just wearing pyjama, which <laughs> looks like pyjamas, but is has, like, ceramic plates inserted into it and doubles as my armour. Uh, I am... I have, like, uh, mostly human appendages. Like, you can't... You can really basically only see my hands and my feet sticking out of these pyjamas. My hands are both human. My feet, one is human. The other is uh, humanoid. A little more hair, a little bit orange. But, um, you know, you make do with what you can find. Uh, my torso is extremely box-like, and it's very obvious even through my pyjamas that I am in fact shaped perfectly like a box, but it's not obvious to me that that's obvious to everybody else. <laughs> um, my uh, head is uh, also has a humanoid face, but it's basically just um, a cardboard box with a human face drawn on it in texture, so not as high budget as, uh, as my friend is. <laughs> Um, and I am rocking a, uh, a massive plasma gun and I have a, um, uh, set of traffic lights that I've torn out of the ground over my back with, like, the lights over one of my shoulders. That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, these, these, uh, things climb off of the, the, the bus truck thing that's arrived. The driver basically go, does a U-turn and drives back away they're standing there sort of quietly one has introduced himself this other one is the the the, your old friend here started to talk with this human thing the self-proclaimed human I guess yep we Um, did now (laughs) you guys have been given the basic idea you need to get this truck to a place, collect the water, bring it back, so we can sell it off to people. Um, yeah. Uh, you were standing in the town, it's dusty as full frig. It's getting to the evening now, so all of those lights along the the, the, air la- the landing of the airport start to blink orange and yellow all the way down. All these people start to rush out to their market stalls and stuff. Because the nightlife in this town is is um, it's how the business runs. Because they kind of base it around the lights. It's time to go once the lights are on. During the day, they go out and do their scavenging and whatever. And then during the night, when those lights start blinking, it's time to get to business. It's party time. All manner of people come out. Bird-like people, animal people, people, humans, mutated humans. There are some other robots or synths walking around. Um, and some other Disgusting. strange things. Way better to be human. <laughs> uh, so it's getting to party time, is that what you're saying? Uh, people are just coming out to to do business. Uh, you two were having a discussion, feel are free to su- do that. Sorry, but are we supposed to be, uh, well, I guess it's D&D, we can do what we want. Yeah. Are we supposed to be leaving soon? Like... Did we talk to Mr. Mullet about that or... Basically, he said, as soon as your people get here, get out on the road. Yeah, right, okay. Um, who's, our, who's our primary contact? Well, it's us. Us two. Us, us two. And then there's the, there's the truck driver. Oh, we've got a truck driver. Yep. But... In addition to that, we're not driving the truck? 
Can you? Yeah, you up? see. Okay, so can you fit in the driver's seat? As you fit the radio, a, you see this box. You. <laughs> yeah, you see this guy walk up. You've known him for years. Biff, his name is. He's um, he's a cactus, basically. Just a large <laughs> cactus that sort of comes out like this and then rounds the top. And at the very top, there's like a little pink flower on his head. Um, oh, like so he's a succulent. But, but he's got spines all over him. Like a succulent. Yeah. yeah. Um, he has legs that kind of look like, um, like four roots that are grown out quite thick and he sort of scuffles along quite quickly. Um, he, when he walks up, a little spiny arm made of the same root material comes out and then opens into like three fingers and um, he's holding a spanner in one, in one of the hands as it comes out and he's got no eyes that you can see but he's just like, hey guys, and then like you see the the, the green flesh just kind of like rip open and then there's some teeth in there and uh, he's like, oh, sorry guys, that's a bit better. Uh, are we going to get on the road? What's going, what's going on? Are, are we waiting for recruits? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we're getting on the road quick. I'm just, we're fixing up with the new radio. I'm going to have to run around and check out the tyres. The new recruits here, we've got two, three humans actually. We're a great asset to the, the team. Yeah, I'm ready. This is we got Buddha, we got Dubs, and we've got Julius. Uh, I, I don't like Dubs. Uh, I think I'm gonna call him Rexy. Ah, oh, that better. For some reason. Sure. Yeah, we got Rexy, Buddha, and Julius. We're we're all going in the same vehicle, or there's the two vehicles. I mean, uh, I'm gonna drive like usual, and you can climb on the back of the truck, and uh, just make sure we get there. Yeah, right, that sounds good. That way, guys, the plan is we just jump in the back of the truck and we'll we'll get there. You guys good with that? Do you wow, need that, sa- that sounds pretty easy. Affirmative. Uh, yep. Sounds like a plan. So, I think that from here, um, Dung- uh, Dungus Town, we can travel along the highway. Now, the highways are pretty dangerous. I haven't been in these parts and you guys look like wild travellers. So you're going to have to give me your opinions on this. We can travel from Dungastown, Isk, <laughs> along the highway, through Creepy, can- Creepy Canyon, uh, and then we head up sort of north, north, the direction of north, to Flomp. I hear it's a nice place. And then we can continue up past um, Long Walk, where they say it's really <gasps> difficult. Long, long w- Walk. <laughs> Wark. Long walk. That's what it says on the map. Uh, there's a place called Cross Crosswater. Um, they've got a. They can take the, the truck across. That's what the people tell me here. We put it on the, a thing, and it travels across the water, over across the other side, um, to a the raft. Look here. I don't know what it. Uh, you guys. They'll, they'll work things out. Like, I don't know what they're called. I know trucks, and I know. Areas that don't get a lot of rainfall, and that's about it. Okay? So don't give me any of this smart people stuff. Um, we can cross at, to the... Uh, there's a place there called uh, uh, the other part of Crosswater. And then off to C- C6 City. Here's a map. Have a look. Um, uh, do you know where you're going? 
Kinda, I guess. We can follow the roads and the signs, maybe that's the most easiest, but, um... Have you have you been to Seasick City before? Have you been there? Because we came on the same truck, dickhead. I mean, sorry, sorry. I just get really angry when people start questioning me a lot. And he sees his spine start to, like, stick out more as everyone starts asking him questions. I'm just a fucking truck driver. Please. Isn't a truck driver's job to know where we're going? Someone can navigate for me. Deal with this. Yeah, no, I've got it. And he walks, climbs up into the truck and you see his head just go inside the truck. It wobbles a bit and uh, you hear the engine. 107.5. Ah, Okay, so so is is there seats for us in the truck or is it like (laughs) we have to sit in the bit that's going to have water so on the way back we're swimming? Where the fire truck that was cut off. Yeah. Um, so there's the, there's a cabin behind it with probably about two people's worth of seats. And then there's a section with all the different containers and stuff all chained together. You can probably fit in there. Right. Okay. I'm definitely a people. So I belong in the cabin. I don't really sure, care. Whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll ride on the roof. Climb back with baggage. Uh, I'll go the same way as the weasel. Uh, I'm taking the seat out, out, out the back. I get in the wagon. Are you by yourself? Somewhere? No. Buddha's no one wants to sit in the cabin with you. All right, Buddha's by himself in the cabin. Everyone else is in the back. You were all traveling along out of Dungus Town. You're traveling a front, a th- along the truck. I mean, you're traveling on the on the on truck. The truck along the truck. Along the, <laughs> along the track on the road, on the pavement, you pass by burned out shells of cars, uh, overpasses that have collapsed. And in between, you come up to this um, this section of the highway that are flanked by these two large mountains. Over the highway, there's like a, um, a walking bridge. On this walking bridge, there are all these large panels of metal that have been all welded and bolted together to create like a, um, basically like a wall. You see barrels of fire leading up to it, barrels with burning fire in it. Um, and loud music playing off from the wall. Is it quite nice? As you guys, it's like there are still like you can still see the sun setting and dust, dust. Cool, cool. Um, you can no, you notice that there are these poles that have been um, set up along the way with speakers. And as you're arriving, you hear a voice being like, "Remember to pay your troll." As you drive up and it sort of echoes throughout the speakers and then you hear We have a visitor, a truck of some sort. Pull up to the gates and we shall meet you there. As your truck sort of slowly stops, you know, maybe like a 50 meters from the wall, you see like this hatch open up. Shh. And then a guy walks out and he's carrying like this pitchfork and on the end of the pitchfork there are like welded extra long spikes that go up and on the two outside spikes there are these huge candles that have been placed on like like candles like this long like this wide and then on the center one there is a skull it's got paint all over it the skull blue orange yellow so it's green. useless as a pitchfork yeah okay. and he he walks up and he's this quite large overweight fellow um he has a humanoid body 
Um, you can see mostly he's wearing like overalls, sleeveless ones, very hairy arms. That when they come to this point, it's like bare skin. Looks red, like it's been burnt in the sun. Very long, dirty yellow fingernails. Um, the overalls have been cut off um, as into little shorts where it's hairy to about his knees and then it comes down to this completely hairless legs where he's walking on what looks like stumps. There's, he doesn't have any feet at the bottom. Um, his head is all hairy up to his neck area and then it's like this baby looking head. Very thick eyebrows, tiny, tiny little beady black eyes. Uh, he walks up and as he approaches you, you see these two like antennae like things pop up with little eyeballs on the ends of them. And he's like, you want to pass through a creepy canyon, I see. So Barry scampers up from where he was in the back of the truck all the way to the front, up to the cabin. Standing on, sitting on top of the cabin, looks down at Biff and goes, Oi Biff, did we bring the troll toll? Um, what did he want? The troll toll? I don't know what he wants, go and ask him, I'm not going to get out of the truck, okay? He hasn't been here before. I haven't been here. You're, you're, yeah, you're right. Uh, one second, sir. Alright, hey, I'll just get my back to you guys. Wait guys, uh, we want a troll toll, we want to go for our chat. Oh, come on. Uh, you ever uh, been in this area of the world before? You know the who these people are. I've got a seventeen. No, but you've seen this type of mutate before, mutated person before. Generally, people with this um, these head prong things, they um, they trust nobody. They trust no one. That's what you get from the situation with a seventeen. They don't trust people. They're always looking behind themselves and. Such. Okay. So we just we, we pay him off with something and then we're gone. Right? Yeah, no, that sounds like it's playing. We're not here to make friends. Are you guys? No, you guys. You want to talk? Are you guys gonna come? I'm, 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 I'm gonna go talk to him. Uh, or are you other humans? Nah, Jody. You and Julius go. Ah. Right. Sure. Come on, Julius. Um. So, uh, what is the troll toll? As you guys climb down off the truck and make your way up to this big guy wearing these green overalls and he's got this bald baby looking head and face and these eye stalks and hair where all the hair in places. He's like <coughs> Yes, the troll troll. <laughs> Look, usually people like to uh, trade bullets out here. Whether they trade them from gun to body or from hand to hand, not my deal. But I'm thinking we've got something to trade, something valuable you've got that I might want, and I've got something valuable moving through my wall that you want. I'm more than happy to give you one of my bullets right in the heart. <laughs> Should I roll an intimidate? <laughs> yeah, roll intimidate. <laughs> Um, 18. I don't want any trouble here. I don't want any trouble at all. His eyes are like looking all over the place. And you see one turn back to what behind his head. And then turn back to look at you. I don't want any trouble. Just my boss. 
If you shoot me here, he'll close his doors and uh, he won't get through. You'll have to go through the mountains. Good luck with that, you. You fine smelling bastard. <laughs> That's right, I have a pheromone. <laughs> oh, well, yes, I'd like to have you make me moan. <laughs> Wait, does, does that add to intimidate? Not really, surely not. Your pheromone? Yeah, no. damn it. No, persuasion. So maybe I should have tried to charm him. Um, you asked for the bullet. Uh, I just merely discussed how the currency works out in this scenario. Uh, usually people pay with bullets, bullets but trading, uh, trading is fine. Trading is fine. Uh, how many how many bullets is it typically to go through one way? Three hundred. Uh, what about the promise of a return trip? Mm. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. You don't Did you hear something? Back. I didn't hear anything. Uh, it's one of my, uh... Can I have chickens? One of my friends. He picks out, like, a small little radio. Here. He holds out, like, a token. Like this basically a bit of plastic that's been cut out in a circle mm. from a lunchbox. It's got like a little cartoon character on there. You bring that back to me and uh, I'll guarantee you get to come back through. No problems. Hey, you and your uh, truck. What is it What does it cost to, to take this with me? The 300. I'll climb back up to talk you to You hear Harry. a voice in your head at that stage going, Oh yeah, oh, 300 bullets, I, I can hook you off that. Yeah, I'll, I'll climb back I'll up. The boys have um, carried over soon. He said it to me. Wait, wait, wait. To, uh, okay. Julius, he's a voice in his head uh. that was just what I said just then. All right. Uh, I believe we have 300 bullets that we could Yeah, I think I think uh, I. Yeah. I think Fantastic. Wait, right, my weapon is energy based. I don't do bullets. He guys would have been given a, a certain amount of bullets to for bribery and. I mean, we haven't a crate of bullets. Yeah, back in the back of the truck, um, Barry's scamping around and finds his full ammo crate of like ammo yeah. and gets a box. Three, three, two, three, seven, 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 six hundred. And he pulls out a one that he doesn't care much about and he chucks it to. No, he passes it to one of the humans, the boxy human. Hey, carry this over the troll toll. Troll, 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 troll. I your friend's too take skinny. The box and I stiffly and worryingly get out of the cabin, and I walk over. Here you go. Oh, delicious! I pops it open. Yes, closes it. You've got a deal. Talks in his little right, radio. Back the truck. Let's go. And then the big roller door thing goes and opens up, and you can see through to the other side of the highway. Hey, Barry, I hope Mullet actually pays us back for this. Yeah, no, he's been good before. Um, generally, he should be. Up and down, you never know. You travel through the checkpoint and make your way across the highway until you get to. Flomp, a town of Flomp. So as a, a little turn off from the highway, you see this town, a uh, collection of shanties that are built on stilts, quite high on, uh, above the ground. 
Um, there, underneath the stilts, there are all of these ruins of uh, like what looks kind of like might have been a gas station and a, a general store, some houses, uh, maybe like a, um, a ranch of some sort off to the side, but it's all decrepit. Like it, it looks like something has exploded there. Most of the things have their bricks sent flying out in all directions and the shanties put on stilts. Uh, and then it, they're all the shanties out on like different platforms of various heights above these ruins. Do you want to stop there at Flop? Or do you want to keep going? Do we have any issues with supplies or anything like that? Fuel is topped up. You're fine. Doug wishes to stop at Flop. Wait, Biff! We're yeah. stopping at Flop! We don't need to stop at Flop. Doug requires a stop for sustenance you need to buy for my reactor i mean <laughs> i need nutrition for my uh, stomach sorry sorry rexy didn't we bring food along do we have in supply alcoholic beverages i, I don't I, I don't think we just got that got that in the truck pull over fine you guys pull into Flump. There's this big like um like an elevator on pulleys that drops down. Uh, there's a bunch of guards on there. There's like a big emu looking dude. It's like an emu, but then his head is like a human's head. And he's like, hey, what's going on, fellas? You coming in? Can't bring the truck up, not enough room on the on the uh, on the elevator. You come in? Or you We require yeah. access. Yeah, you can come in, just be nice. We will, affirmative. It's a nice town, don't bump anything too much because one time there's this big guy, it's kind of like a big frog dude. He bumped one of the houses and a bit too hard and he wobbled and if you look over there, it fell over. Attribute bump house is negative. There, uh, but that's cool. Hey, I like your outfit, man. It looks, like, looks cool. Like your, your face mask thing, it's cool. Thank. Cool. Uh, yeah, get, come on, come on. Come up, I'll put. We'll get this. We'll get this going, guys. Come on, man. Come on. Hurry up, get. Uh, all right, hurry up. Climb on, climb on. You climb on, <laughs> you climb on that. Oh. I'm on the elevator, and he starts to pull this chain. Well, slowly but surely, you get to the top, and you see Flomp, and there's lots of shanties and stuff. There's this large building in the center on the on the biggest platform, and uh, kind of looks like an old. Like a, like a Western saloon. It's got those swinging doors um, and the double floors and lights piling out into the dark night of this, you know, this orange light bursting out into the street and lots of cheering and chanting going on there. Uh, then over in the sort of through an alleyway as you walk past, past like the, the town center, which has like a fountain that looks like it's been pulled up out of the ground and brought up here. There's no water. It's just like literally a bunch of earth and then a fountain. And it's just like got a lady with a vase tipping it and there's just no water coming out. Uh, but as you pass it, you see down an alleyway that there is a, a another bar. There's this green lantern swinging and it's called the Salty Dog. It looks, it looks a bit 
looks a bit seedy. So it's a real Green Lantern, or is it like a neon Green Lantern where it's like the two uh, two pictures? Looks like it might be a uh, like a green um, candle, like a green green flame in there. Cool. Hey, Jonesy, looks like you. Let's go. Yeah, I think this is my kind of place. With Dubs, you could probably get some of that sustenance you're after in this place. Dub Seeks Tavern. We go to their main tavern, which doesn't have a name, or the creepy salty dog place. Salty dog, please. All right. We're going to the one there. You want to venture off? This one's got character. Go to that one. All right. You end up at the front of the salty dog. It looks like a just a slightly larger shanty that people have made into. A tavern or or a bar, probably out the front. There is the sign, which is just a bunch of um, highway signs. It's been cut up to say the salty dog, um, and then there's <laughs> a lantern out the front that's swinging, and you can see that there's it's actually sitting on a frame that's built onto a mechanism that is is making it swing. Um, it's not just constantly swinging through the wind or anything, and there is a candle inside there. Um, uh, the flame isn't moving, so it looks like it's probably one of those battery-operated um, candles, maybe from a place called a uh, J-Mart or something like that. You can get quite cheap. Um, you walk inside the tavern, and there's a bunch of big burly figures sitting around drinking, and they all turn to look at you as you walk in. And there's a barkeep who is like a um, a centipede person. Um, long black dreads <laughs> on the top of their head. Uh, everything else about them is centipede though. And he looks and he's like, what the fuck do you want? Hello, fellow organism. Me and my compatriots require sustenance. Very well, but I need to know one thing. Are you tough? Affirmative. Uh, each of you yeah. tough, because this place is for tough people only. Yeah, and we're salty all, we're dogs. Tough. You have to be tough or salty to get in here. We're, we're, all, we're all here to uh, protect a shipment of water. We're tough. A shipment of water, you say, huh? Well, we don't have it yet, but yeah. Oh. Can I please just have a glass of tap water? You want water? That's the yes. most fucking expensive drink in this place. But yeah, you can have it. No problem. Give me one moment. You! Are you tough or are you sorry? Uh, I'm, I'm tough enough. I can handle myself. Cool. Alright, you're welcome then. Come in. <laughs> he <laughs> scatters up over the wall on the roof into like a small hole to the side of the building. A few moments later, he comes out <laughs> with like a bottle of... um. Mount Franklin. <laughs> the bottle's quite worn and, and, and it's scratched. Is it like there's gaffer tape wrapped around it? And he cracks the top. Are you sure you want this? It's gonna cost you. It was my understanding that any establishment that served food had to also serve water complimentary. Free fashion? You want the free water? Fine. He puts the lid back on and he puts it behind the counter 
and he reaches underneath and then he pulls up just like a big glass pitcher and it's just full of this murky brown greenish water and puts it on the table in a cup. That's your free water. Do you think this will be good enough for mullet? Fellow organism, I believe you must stop. Do not drink the glowing water. It will be bad for your health. <laughs> Does he do that before everything he says? Shut up, Moss. Can I say hello to the listeners? <laughs> hey everyone, just want to let you know Cortain's a dick. We knew that. This is Little Moss speaking, by the way. Yeah. If you didn't know. Have a nice time. He's got a Dorito in his hand. Alright, I'm also appreciating some of the voice play here. This is nice. Cool. This is much better than the actual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll go in here. <laughs> I have a Dorito. Huh? I have a Dorito. I have a Dorito. No, it's that one. I want a different Dorito. This is for me. Is that a CC or a Dorito? Okay. Mm. Mm. Dorito. Okay. I mean, the CCs were cheap. That's why we bought them. Anyway. Hello, everyone. Have a great time. Bye! I mean, we need far more than just that much water for, for mullet. If it's free, we could just keep coming in and out and ordering more free water. He wants the expensive stuff. Yeah, no, we're, we're getting purified water, not just scungy stuff like this. Purified, pure water, not that. This is, this is radiation water. You, humans can't really drink it. No, you're right, we cannot. <laughs> but uh, but, but I'll, I'll have uh, a beer. What have you got? I've got a beer. What beers? A beers. It's quite thick. You slide it to you, it's very dark. I'll drink it. One for... Myself as well. Slides it over to you. As you guys have a few drinks and sit around for a bit. And uh, so after you have these foods brought out to you, various sticks with appendages of animals and such, some tentacle tail, uh, some lizards and hearts of things, large squishy eyeballs and um, Doritos on a stick. Um, some of them, some of you, which may or may not consume, I don't know. You finally leave this tavern. Before we leave the tavern, yes, um, I'm going to have a chat with uh, Jonesy. Wait, Jonesy, uh, suss out, put, put some moves on some of the locals. Find out what the the long walks like. If there's any like trouble along the road, or what what's the best way to get up to a cross water. Oh, that's a good idea. Put the moves uh, on. Makes, makes a lot of sense since I smell so good. Uh, everyone's always happy to talk to me. I want to see if I can find where it is they're hiding all of the Mount Franklin. <laughs> all right, Perfect. roll. Uh, roll. You want to do it quietly or you just want to... Uh, <laughs> Wait, do you have heavy armor or light armor? I, I don't have heavy armor, so I'll, <laughs> I'll do it noisily, thank you. All right, roll yeah. stealth for me then. <laughs> Okay, so that's a three minus a one, which I'll lose a two. Mm, no. Also, roll, um, roll, roll an investigation. That's good, I'm good at that. I'm good at that. If we could get the dust on the table. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he rolled a one. Fantastic. That is a one. What's your total score though? Uh, okay, with the investigation, my four. Four? <laughs> much, which is much better. It's four okay. times as high. So as you guys are eating, mm. and you're about to, you've been talking, you've been talking to some people, and you notice. I've been, I've been mingling. You've been mingling. You notice this sound of like crinkling of metal and and crashing, and you look over your shoulder, and you see this guy has climbed on the bar, seen that little hole the centipede guy went into, and has. Climbed his way up to it and he's trying to fit through but he's too large so he's trying to push through to see where this Mount Franklin is he's, and he's uh, currently <laughs> stuck in the wall and the um, the the centipede guy's like what the fuck are you doing? Is he in the thing or is he behind me? He's behind you. <laughs> if you don't get the fuck down I'm going to crawl up your ass. I don't know why he became Scottish suddenly but <laughs> <laughs> I appear to be stuck Hey, buddy, get down! What are you doing? I appear to be stuck. <laughs> uh, Julianus will come up to the centipede and be like, Oh, uh, look, sorry. Uh, he was he was looking for the toilet. Uh, just wondering where uh, where he could take a leak in this establishment. Deception! Yes, I need to take leaks. <laughs> Leaking quite a lot. All over, all over the floor. Uh, deception is a charisma. Not amazing, but that's a uh, 13. 13, all right. Fine. I can't remember this guy's voice now. What did he sound like? Scottish. No, he wasn't. <laughs> you can he get the Scottish. fuck down then. Yeah, I think it's closer. Um, I'll, uh, I appear to be stuck. I'll, I'll say, hey, Rexy, come help me. And we'll grab, we'll both grab each of his uh, human feet and try. It's not very strong. Centipede is wrapping his body around your leg, trying to pull you out, <laughs> pull you down. We'll, we'll help. Dumb oh, approaches. Advantage then. You can't get you out. My my foot comes off. Like my <laughs> my human feet comes off, leaving some exposed circuitry. Um, in whose hand? Which foot? In the centipede's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on the ground. Um, one of the big burly guys comes up to, to help you out. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. It's 12. He pulls you free. You're on the ground. Does uh, anybody, has anybody got my foot? I had a, this is to explain very easily, I had a terrible accident when I was a child and I had to have some surgery and some circuitry had to be inserted into my ankle. Long segmented organism has your foot. That's your He slides it over to you with one of his small pincer-like arms. I reattach it with one of my very human hands. The burly guy who helped you down, he's like, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave, please. <laughs> I expected that. Fair enough. As 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 we're walking out, I'll be I will say to uh, Buddha, I'll be like, uh, we can't get all our water from here. We can't just steal it. We need to go to Seasick Town. <laughs> you gotta quickly roll a uh, uh, persuasion and see what information you got. Sure. Uh, persuasion. That is not trained. But I get plus. Persuade. I. What's. Advantage. advantage. Oh, cool. Alright, sweet. 
yeah, cool, 16. 16. All right, as you climb in, you leave um, Flomp. Yep, that's what it was. You leave Flomp, you get in the truck, and he's telling you on the way down about how um, Long Walk is a section of like desert-like terrain, but there are lots of, um, it was like a, a really massive highway. And so the whole, the whole highway is just all vehicles. In ancient times, all the people were driving, leaving somewhere, um, probably the skeleton city, uh, and they were on their way out of the area. Did you say skeleton city? Yeah, there's a place called the uh, skeleton city. Is this city of Revenants? Mm, you're not sure. Oh, okay. Um, and all of the cars were all, they were all caught in traffic, so you can't get a vehicle on the roads there. You have to go around... So it's just the, like all abandoned cars. All abandoned cars yeah. on the whole the whole stretch, which is a, a you know kilometers and kilometers of just cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to drive along the desert area, which is pretty dangerous because of like dune beasts and some raiders out there. But uh, w- w- was this uh, was this known? A war truck can uh, handle it. And yeah, we knew about it. Um, we expected it. The truck, the truck can probably travel along desert, but maybe not difficult rocky terrain. Mm. Okay. Definitely not overcast. Like desert tracks, though. They are. Yeah. They've got big, big tires, off-road mm. tires on them. They're a little deflated, so there's more surface area for the truck to crawl along. Mm-hmm. With. On the nice. Yep. You back your way. In that direction, yeah. Until you come across the highway, as it goes from like two to three lanes up into like a five-lane highway. As you were driving along the two to three lanes, you noticed cars were like, you know, spotting here and there, and then getting more dense until you start to merge into the all of the, you know, the five lanes on either side, and then you just see a never-ending line upon line of rusty, bombed-out vehicles. Windows all smashed, skeletons sitting in them like this, like they're in shock. Skeletons half-crawling out of the cars, fleeing, um, their bones almost just completely gone for some of them that are out in the weather. Others that are inside the cars are a little, a little more kept. Then you see like some trails that lead off the highway onto into the desert area. I feel like I'm back in Baghdad. You didn't say ah! <laughs> Not me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened here? Do you th- do you think my wife could be here, Barry? Yeah, I was thinking about that actually. <laughs> Does your wife often leave this kind of carnage? No, she might have been travelling. I don't know. I died first. So, for this segment, I want everyone to roll a... It's a it's a, a skill challenge. So everyone roll a skill. I don't want two people to roll the same skill. Um, let's start from... Let's go anti-clockwise from Levi, around that way. We'll get two rounds of it. And then once it gets to you, Curry, you roll again and then we'll go back. 
But on the way back, you can use the same skill as somebody else, but not the same skill as what you used the first round. Cool, cool, cool. So truck heads off the roads. Yeah, the truck heads off the roads onto the sand. The sand, it's a little bumpy. Then you go down a hill, it gets a little smoother. Lots of sort of like um, large hills that lead to a plateau for a little bit and then down. That's a lot like that. What's our objective? You said roll skills, but what we... The aim is to get... Cross water. Across to cross water through the desert. So we've just got to navigate through a dangerous desert. And as things happen, I will... um, The scene will change. All right, so as we're driving along, we hit a couple of... um, potholes and speed bumps mm-hmm. and one of the, the mud guards or the, the armoured plate of the the fire truck dislodges and starts rubbing against one of the tyres so if it doesn't get stopped it's going to pop one of the tyres we've got like I don't know how many tyres you got you've got at least two for each at least so at least four tyres uh, oh, like tyres yeah. yeah yeah so but there's metal and rubbing on one of them so I'm going to use my acrobatics to scale down the side of the thing and with my tire iron just smash it jam it off and get it off the tire so that chunk is gone but it's no longer damaged the tire no i'm not <laughs> it's not gonna go well uh i got a six to do that so after about i don't know maybe 20 minutes of traveling you hear that sound you go underneath to fix it and you're smacking it away and then you notice along the side, these lumps pop up underneath the sand. One, two, three, four, five, six. On one side, you look over a couple more and they're like coming in towards closer to the truck. You aren't paying attention and you're smacking it away. And then like two of the wheels on the one side just bump and they just start rolling away. <laughs> the truck just like kind of like grinds a bit on the, uh, like hits one of the dunes uh, and slows down dramatically. Uh, next up, uh, you're looking out the window. Yes. You, you notice that the <laughs> truck slows down a little bit. The cactus is swearing. Beef yeah. is swearing in a language you don't understand. And um, he's poking his head out the window, calling out to you. And then you, as you look out the window, you see like these these lumps in the sand. And um, out of it, pop out these little um, kind of like goblins, uh, completely like pink, fluoro pink skin. They're wearing uh, um, like uh, lacy bras as uh, um, <laughs> goggles. Yeah. They're like bandit masks. Um, each of them have like a different colored um, tuft of hair that they've like spiked up all this sand is coming off of them and they're all, there's like two per turbine. They're riding on these turbines with like little handlebars. Like pod races. Yeah, like kind of little pod races, but it's just a big <laughs> turbine. And they're like, and uh, their one on the back has like a, like a spear with a big coil of rope. And they just start like throwing their spears and they're pulling out like another one on this pouch on themselves and they keep throwing it towards the truck. What do you do? What are you doing? The things that they're riding on, would that be ancient tech? Possibly. They look like turbines of some sort. Maybe jet turbines or something. Could I use, I don't know, maybe ancient tech to see <laughs> if idea. I can 
figure out what you know these things are and how we could possibly disable them. Yep, absolutely. Crit. Alright. So you notice at the front there's like something, there's like a spinning fan in there, churning, maybe maybe pulling air in to the engine of some sort. Uh, you think, or you know, uh, it may have happened before. Maybe that's how you lost your foot. You're not a hundred percent. You know, everyone else is not a hundred percent sure. But um, if you stick something in those turbines, like or throw something in there, or get something caught in there, the turbine should blow up and any feet that go along with it. I, 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 does anybody have any snacks or other things that we could throw into the, these turbines on the front of these machine things? I think that might end well for us and badly for them. As a, as like you, as you figure this out, you can throw something. Okay, great. Um, I have roll it, roll a d twenty. Plus your dexterity. Ooh, uh, that's a. A modified 20, no, 19, modified 20. Nice, get it, Creed. What are you throwing? So, I have an extra arm, you recall? Yes. So I reach into my backpack, and I pull out a severed human arm, and I throw it into the turbine. Is that the extra arm? Oh. But that's your mutation, to have the arm. That's always with you. Unless you throw it away. Not anymore. Just throw it. Right. <laughs> That's great. You throw the arm, this arm, and it goes into one of the turbines, which then just like explodes out the back, sending the little goblins flying through the air in pieces. The flame and the shockwave pushes a few other ones, and they smash into a dune and burn. And you hear one of them be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> um, then. As you like, you're looking out the window, smiling. You look back and you see the hand next to you, and it's like, "I will never leave." Speaking like a hand puppet, it's just there again, hanging out of your back. Oh, amazing! I know. <laughs> it pats you on the side of your face. It's just. All right, next. Go that wee boy are, me down. are there any of these spears embedded into the truck yet? No. No okay. spears have hit yet. So, um, I am going to uh, climb onto the top of the truck, yep. top of the canopy, um, and I tear up the side of, like, of, the, uh, of the truck, the metal sheeting, um, and I hold that up in the air, uh, ready to throw at whatever, um, whatever, uh, Jet riding asshole decides to <laughs> attack us. Yeah, alright. What are you using? Uh, athletics. Athletics. To like get up there and pull it off? Yeah. Cool. Roll. That is a 22. 22. Alright, so a bunch of these harpoons fly out and you tear off this big sheet of that's the roof of the of the truck. You tear it off and the cactus's head goes like at the top of it because he's kind of being compressed in there. And <laughs> you lift up the the roof and all of these uh, harpoons go into it and you pull it like that and all the riders go Wow! as they come off. So I rip, I rip the ropes with all their spears. Yeah, and it and pulls them. them off the jet. Yeah, and so the jets just go like sort of fly away to the left and then just crash as all these goblins are then dragging, or goblin-like things, like dragging along the ground uh, in the sand attached to your, your rope. So that's a success. Um, I will 
attempt to use my science. So I noticed a rather fatter sort of goblin boy riding a turbine that's, let's just say it's struggling. It's uh, a little bit lower. Um, he's lagging behind have, a little bit? It, yeah, he's lagging behind a little bit. He's, uh, he's not making, you know, he's not as high above the sand as everybody else. Yep. And I think, okay, you know, if I can just get a little bit more mass onto that, that guy's not going anywhere. So I grab a grab something heavy like a piece of metal or something, and then I'll <laughs> throw it towards him and say, "Hey, catch!" All right. What are you rolling? Science. Science. I guess that's right. Science. Um, that will be a. Let's just do some maths. Nineteen. All right. So you pick up the. Um, you pick up the the piss tub. There's like a large tub that you that like you've been instructed to keep around. If anybody needs to pee, they piss in there because Goff's um, mullet Goff's hope is that if you take piss, maybe that there's a way to clean it into water, and that's just extra water we can bring back, and then we know we can we can uh, we can filter and and uh, you know change piss to water. And so you've been keeping it, and you're like depissination plant. You you pick up the jug. And you like weigh it and you you climb up onto the truck and this thing's landing like behind and you sort of calculate, all right, um, if I drop it now, you drop it, it bounces off a dune and then he's just like, and he catches it and then he just like, stop. The, the thing just goes, he catches it successfully and the turbine just goes plonk in the sand and he's just holding onto this thing of piss, which then just like, all over it. <laughs> yes, so worth it. All right, okay. Uh, we've used acrobatics, ancient tech, athletics, yep. and science. Yes, right. Um, so, Julianus, uh, looking at the situation um, and maybe some of the sand dunes that are coming up ahead is going to lean over Biff's shoulder um, and maybe direct him or, or point out where the sand is really infirm using nature. All right. That is 21. All right. So you see a section that where uh, maybe there was a lake that had dried up and it's created quite a um, solid section of earth. You head there. You, you point him in the direction. He drives towards it. Um, as you're traveling along there, you start to see these bursts of um, sand puff up from the ground and all of these um, eel-like creatures burst from the ground and they start looking around and they start to like snap at the um, goblins. The goblin things on the rider, they snap at the truck and stuff, but you can like successfully move through on on the hard ground as the goblins move around um, to, to try and avoid these eels, some of them get snatched up. But you make it through to the other side. Uh, as you're traveling through the dunes, all these goblins have, they're basically buggered off now. You guys got enough successes to not go through another round. Um, and you make your way across to Longwalk towards Crosswater. So you see this, the water? you see this town coming up. 
Which looks actually pretty decent. A lot of buildings that uh, existed before whatever happened here have been sort of remade. You know, there are some like double or triple story buildings and stuff like that. And then there's a huge, um, huge like barge. Looks like that travels back and forth, carrying lots of things and vehicles and such. As you're coming up to it, you notice that there's this huge, like oval cloud in the sky that's a bit darker than the others. Then all of a sudden, all these lights start to shine down out of it. Biff turns these toggles and the, uh, the headlights of the fire truck like pop out and rotate up to shine up towards this thing. And it's a huge blimp made of all these like patch, patchwork blimp. And you hear a megaphone booming down. Surrender your vehicle. <clears throat> King Gorgoth is claiming your vehicle as his. You'll be taken to his city of death and doom, and all your goods will be distributed amongst his people. If you are strong and smart enough, you will join us. If not, you will die. And then all of these large chains start to drop down with all these hooks, and off on the hooks there are all these raiders of sorts hanging off them. Some are like orcs, some are humans, you see some elves, some mutates. Uh, some bird-like people on one of them. There is like basically a vine and um, off the top of it, there is a flower um, which opens up and there's like a face inside um, and the vine's holding daggers. Um, as it comes down, Hey James, how invested are you in this job? I'm not that invested. But uh, are you other guys, how invested are you in this job? Yeah, I, we care, can take them. I care about my fellow organisms. I will fight until illumination. We, we, we can't just ditch the fire truck. I mean, Mullet's yeah, right. been good to us. Yeah, Biff's pretty good, eh? Mullet. Sure, yeah. Biff's okay. These hooks grip onto the fire truck. I want to try and intimidate. I'll yell back up to them. I've been to hell. Your death camp can't be that bad. Fifteen. Look, we have a big tail, um, and I'm out. we don't know what it's really like and stuff. <laughs> so, like, I mean, you could, you could, de- you could definitely be right. That you, know, uh, hold on. Hey, hey, uh, do you reckon if you've been to hell and stuff, like? I was like telling him that telling him he's going to be killed. Is you reckon that's a you know like do you think it's, it's worth like a no? Man, just give us a trap. Just give us a trap, guy. <laughs> so I mean, like, so these guys are just sending on hooks <laughs> towards us, and it starts hooking onto parts of the truck and pulling it up off the ground. So we're, nah, we're starting not to, to lift off the ground. Yeah, some sheddies. Uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna whack someone with my hockey stick. All of these dudes are coming down, um, holding onto the chains. Some of them have got guns, some have got weapons and stuff. The truck is slowly being brought up on these big, massive chains, like um, like those of what anchors are mm. held by ships. How far are we off the ground at the moment? A meter. 
du- double attempt to uh, break one of these chains. There are six all up. Roll strength. That is a 22. How do you break it? Uh, I'm simply grabbing one of the links of the chain and just trying to rip it apart. All right. You grab the chain, the link chain, and you just like snap it and bend it and then unloop it. So that chain flicks off. Um, and then the, that vine guy, he's, he's hanging off the edge. He's like, that guy's clearly a human. How can you be that strong? <laughs> um, Affirmative. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, the truck is still slowly rising now. Oh, right. Uh, so Julianus is going to grab his heavy shotgun, seeing the thickness of the chain and saying, no, this, this is not going to happen. He just points the gun at the truck itself, right. where the chain is gripping onto, just to try and damage it badly enough, which just rips it. Roll a, uh, roll a strength check. Ooh, okay. That is fine. Or dexterity, whichever one you want. 17. 17? Yep. You blast a hole in the steel next to the chain. Nothing quite happens. You just bang, you do it again. And then that weather, you blow a side of the, the, the truck off and the hook just comes free. Should we be doing uh, checks or is this combat? Uh, it's coming, It's you are now like, maybe maybe like eight meters off the ground now. So it's still bringing you up. So, so there's still hooks or whatever. There are still four There's still four attached. hooks out of six. So what are we not allowed to use? Anything anyone else used? No, you can use anything. It's fine. Oh. This is not a skill. Okay, Julian's is just going to no. go to the next chain. We're still, yeah. still going up and everybody else is standing still. Uh, <laughs> I've got a sort of shotgun. I'm going to go do what Julius do well, as well. Are, are dudes riding down on the hooks? Like, yeah, are they the lowest as possible? Or are they like further up the hook, uh, further up the chains? They're like getting closer to you now. So like, they're like if, any, if, any, if any dude- Or are they on other chains like hanging? No, nah, they're on the big chains. Okay. But as, as it's pulling you up, they're climbing down. If uh, any dudes are uh, like down nearby, I'm slacking them. They probably you could probably reach one of them. There's a bit. There's an orc guy. I with I, a uh, American football helmet on. I will <laughs> use athletics, possibly. Yep. You tell me to try and climb one of these chains up towards one of the guys who's coming down sure. and tear him in the new one with my um, with my traffic lights. All right, go. Roll it. <laughs> yes, I love the traffic lights. <laughs> No, you're not. Okay, no, I'm not. Uh, You've never played D&D before, so... 15? That's right. 15? All right. That's success. So you climb up, and then the the orc's like... And he goes to kick you in the head, and then you get your traffic light out, and you smack his leg, and he's like... And there's just, like, bone hanging from his knee. And he's like... As he touches his leg, letting go of the chain. And then the green light comes on for just a second. And he falls. And you go to your Shira as he hits the ground. (laughs) I've seen that, ignoring my sword off, I'm going to fly up to one of the guys who are high Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to bite him in the the, the wrist or the ankle, whichever one I think is easiest. All right. So you want to make an attack? Yeah. Uh, So that would be a 14. A 14? Uh, that will definitely hit him. Uh, as you bite him, he goes to swat you away. He jumps off and grabs onto you while you're flying in the air. 
Oh, well, how, who, what, how big is he? What have I got? Oh, he's, he's the vine guy. He's trying to wrap himself around you. Okay, so I tuck my wings, wings in and plummet, and as I'm plummeting, I'm gonna pop my gamma fuel generator. <laughs> That's what I wrote down. Is that what it was? Yeah, gamma, gamma fuel. Nice. So you're like diving to the ground, you see this, this, what are, what are you again? A ferret? Oh, oh, weasel. 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 You see this oh weasel gosh. falling to the ground, his wings tucked in, and then this vine just goes like, <laughs> and then just disintegrates and you hear like, <laughs> his head dissolves. Um, we going dead or are you waiting for everybody to have their turn? Everyone's had their turn, yeah? No, nah, I haven't gone. Oh, but I, I can. Um, funnily enough, I'll follow Julianus and I'll be using science. I'll look at where the hook is hooking into the uh, fire truck and my, uh, my heavy firearm is a big badass sniper rifle and I'll be using that at point blank range at the correct point to disconnect the piece of metal that's holding the hook. So, you know, just got to shoot that bit to to clear the hook. Okay. Um, that's up to you. No, it's not. <laughs> it's up to Luke. <laughs> um, but that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a uh, 19. All right, you found the exact weak point on the, on the hook to shoot. Now you need to roll a, uh, a like a dexterity check to see if you can hit it. I don't like that. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Isn't all of science just being able to figure things out? <laughs> oh no. Um, hmm. uh, that's an eight. An eight. All right. You aim. You aim at the hook. You looking. You're looking down the sights. Right at the end of your rifle, you have um, taped on like a toy plastic bum because you said it's a badass rifle so there's a little bum on the end Absolutely. where, where the sure. muzzle is and you aim you can see the hook the hook is right there in your sights and then you go over a bump and then because the you know you're being lifted up and of then course. You, you look and there it is and another bump and then you fire and the bullet hits the fuel tank and the side of the truck just goes <laughs> <laughs> that bad I don't know, but I did I did I did <laughs> oh my so, gosh the truck's not exploded to pieces the fuel tank is just exploding out the side of it yeah there will, there will probably be no fuel left in the truck but the hook is now free because it's attached near there so the truck is now hanging by like two chains right it's all that matters no one chain you didn't get rid of the chain you got rid of no, the person so there's two chains hanging like this, the truck's on its the truck's on its side from you from you blowing that last one off. <laughs> the explosion, the flame what like you know, the heat goes up. So the flame goes up and it hits the side of this blimp, and a whole section of it just like of this outside skin thing burns a little and like crumples in. You hear all this shouting and screaming above as this blimp makes its way away from Crosswater, and as you guys are fighting and trying to break the chains, it's hanging now over some of the rocky terrains of the, um, the Oogle Crack Range. That's right. we've gone south. So you've gone, so you've gone west, you've gone west. So you were at Crosswater, you've gone okay. west. You're like, you're basically like, if we break these chains, we're just gonna fall into the mountains now. 
so you break, don't break, you the, two break the chains, the two chains, and fall into the mountainous terrain. We do not. Which way is it taking us? West now. Carrying us west. This direction. That's, that's kind of where we want to go. <laughs> hey, that's, that's kind of where we want to go. Let's uh, <laughs> just see where this goes. So, guys, uh, guys, don't break the chains. We need those. <laughs> After a while, all of these goons from the from the blimp start climbing down the chains. You guys are fighting them off in a fantastic fashion. I rolled very poorly. <laughs> um, and you guys have been rolling pretty I well. I mean, there's only two chains. That's a choke point. Yeah, well, they're climbing down and you guys are fighting them, blowing them away with shotguns, What's throwing them off the edge. Sniper rifle. Like, smashing the shit out of them with... Stop. What do you call it? Traffic lights. Hockey stick. Until you get to a point where you can see... The C, you can see the C6 city. And... The blimp is getting lower and lower and lower to the ground. So much so that the fire truck hits some solid ground. Is is sort of like, or kind of driving on two wheels. As the blimp is driving along, it nose dives into the water, ripping the two hooks out of the um, out of the truck. As you guys roll to a stop, you got you see the blimp crash into the water and then just go like <laughs> explode in a huge flame. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> the truck is now on the banks of the, didn't give it a name, the seasick sea. All right, guys, back it in. I think we found some water. Is it um, salt What? Yeah. It won't start. The truck won't start. It says it's got no fuel. And he looks out the side. Fuck me. Jones is just hiding at the back. What the? Wait, Biff, it was, some of the other guys must have smashed up the fuel tank or something. We're gonna have to fix it. I reckon it was those guys with the hooks. Look, it's probably, yeah. Guys, start pushing and you work, you fix the fuel tank. Affirmative. All right. Everyone who wants to push, roll a strength. Can uh, you, I don't want to push on help fix. You can fix stuff, yeah. I have intentions. 18. From <laughs> no, that. I'm smart. <laughs> Crit on the strength. Nice. Uh, crit on the strength. Push the truck into the lane. Yeah. <laughs> 21. Humans push backwards. Oh, no, you need to be fixing. Uh, you, aren't you fixing it? No, I'm not good at uh, oh. I am fixing. I rolled a quit. Uh, crit. Crit. You did not. I sure did. Look at that. Going on that is a 20. Look at, the, look at the dice. Is it a strength? Are you messing with me? Go 20 then from me. 21. These humans, these three humans here, uh, they're the push, are pushing yeah. along the truck pretty, 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 pretty amazingly. At first, it's really difficult. I was jumping, but up. then the handbrake's taken off. Uh, so then it just kind of ro- rolls along. Uh, you figure out that you can get one of the big uh, jerry cans. A few of them, and then use a pipe to connect them all together. Uh, and then there, you know, there was a little um, jerry can of backup for fuel, so you pour it in there, and you figure a system to sort of jerry rig these jerry cans to the truck so it can get moving. You put your way to C6 City, where there is a, a like a, a platform with all of these barges and, and boats and stuff. 
You drive onto the barge. It takes you across to the other side, onto this platform city, this large set of platforms that are floating on what, like barrels and large containers and um, what do you call it? Uh, Local pontoons or things. Yeah, like what are they things? No, you know those things that you. Water tanks? Yeah, water tanks. Those big plastic water tanks, like oh, a bunch yeah, of those yeah. underneath of it. And it's constantly moving. And the water around looks really gross, like this greeny, brown, murky color. You don't see any fish growing in it. It's just got like strange plants that are growing out of it every now and then as you- The desalination plant. And then you see this huge city of shanties and all these different <laughs> types of buildings that have been built here. And uh, you drive your truck towards this the plant. Um, you get directed there by various people. You know, there's a Jaguar guy. He's, mm-hmm. he's j- all just a Jaguar with a trucker hat on, trucker hat. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, go down, yep, down there, yep, down the road there. And you travel your way through and you get to the, the, the plant, the, the, the good water, the make good water plant. <laughs> and as you pull up, you see a familiar face. It is um, Mullet. Mullet! There he Mullet is! Mullet's off there in his lankiness. <laughs> Guys, I'm very proud of you. Look, I, uh, I, I was... I was off, you know, um, starting up a place, you know, another another small business, to, you know, just, just to the west, a little further to the west, and I actually found out that there's a pretty quick highway from where I was to get here. Um, And where you was, was in Pakistan? No. No, Dungistan. Dungistan? No, no, I wasn't in Dungistan. That's where you, yeah, that's where you came from. Um, I was at this other place called um, Beetroot City. Um, They didn't have any beetroots. Anyway, I've come here um, just to see how you guys were going. Look, the truck looks a little bit like shit. Uh, So, you know, I might have to take a little bit out of your pay for that. Um, Uh, We had to pay 300 bullets to get through a wall, so. We can can talk about that later, that's no problem. Yeah, well, they cancel out. We're getting paid? (laughs) Yes, yes, we're getting paid. Humans get paid. Mullet, interjection. Yes. We require Compensation. Com- uh, you will be compensated for your time working for me. That is absolutely correct. You will be, yes. But we have to make sure we can get this water on board here. So you guys are going to start lifting some some, uh, some of these barrels on. I've just paid for it all. That's fine. Don't worry about that. Quickly. I mean, like, really quickly. Grab all these barrels. Put them on the truck real quick. Come on. Quick, 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 quick. Mullet. Additional interjection. Yep. We require additional Compensation. All right, look. If you hurry, if you guys hurry up and grab this, I'll get them. I'll get. I'll get the stuff sorted now. What do you want? You want? You want any bullets or what? So you definitely paid for this water. Like I said, I have paid. Let's get out of here. Come on. I'm helping. Get a crit. What are you doing? A very poor deception check. He hasn't paid for this. He may have paid the guard who was watching it, who is just now turning around going. <laughs> a black guy, like a human with a giraffe head. He's wow. just like. 
With that hard hat on. Mullet interjection once again. Well, yeah. Look, 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 look. We require additional compensation <laughs> okay. for your deception. Okay, fine, fine, all right. Here, here, here. And he goes into his small side bag and he pulls out like um, cart like boxes of bullets and he just hands like he just hands them to. He's like, look, we can we can, you get more later. I'll give you another 300, 400 more. I don't care. Let's just get these on and let's go. Legal tender accepted. Now calculating distribution, and I use science to determine <laughs> how much each one of us is entitled to from the bullets based on our contributions to the risk. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so that is a 15. I was going to give you each like 300. We Except, accepted. <laughs> He starts handing out boxes of cart- shotgun cartridges and nine millimeter bullets and and forty five rounds, and he starts passing them out to you. He's like, "Now just put them in your pockets and get all the get those barrels. Get rid of these shitty old containers. Get the barrels and put them on. Let's go, let's go, let's go." Are there, are there anything like um, like forklifts or machinery to move stuff around here? Um, there is a thing called a um. A tusk lifter, mm. and it's basically like um, this two-legged fat elephant type creature <laughs> with large tusks, no trunk. <laughs> it's just got like a um, like a circular mouth for a hole, kind of like a le- <laughs> like a leech with all these little teeth in there. Um, and you can basically get on top of it, and there are these like little humps on the back of its head. And if you like slap on them, it will like turn in the direction. So like. Um, <laughs> You've you've used one before. Um, <laughs> you can get up there and move it. The He's got your gigantic leech license. <laughs> Are there any other like rando like dock workers around? There's the giraffe guy whistling, and then you see a few so others. So he's a security guard. Yeah, he's got a hard hat on, and uh, it looks like he maybe have a shotgun. And then some. There's some other guys around, um, but they also seem to be just sitting on a bench, like with newspapers on, like, sort of like looking at the corner of their eye. I open fire. No! <laughs> I want to, I'll go up to one and I'll be like, you know, you know, it would be really cool if, uh, if someone could help us just load these barrels, you know. Uh, I just, I'm just not that strong, but you guys look so strong, you know, it's just... Oh, the pheromones. The pheromones. <laughs> Alright, roll of it, roll roll of persuasion. Uh damn it. You can roll again, that was cocked. Oh, that was a 19, mate. Uh alright, so I don't know, what's my uh 16. 16. Did I get the whole crew? Four of the five get up. <laughs> there's one there's one woman who's I just like one. she moves the the newspaper down and she's got like um kind of like a snake-like face, no nose, little slits, snake eyes, she's like so- She's like, great. We can't upload this now. <laughs> She's like, I'm not helping you with a thing. And then there's this big elephant duck guy, and he walks up, and he's like, Yeah, sure. Look, this guy paid us just to go on break and not pay attention to anything. But I mean, uh, I don't know. It'd be really cool. Yeah. Look, I know you got you. You don't look like the, you know the the 
Biggest of fella, I'll give you a hand. And then he walks over and starts loading it, and a couple of the other people do. Yeah, there's a uh, the elephant guy. There's a, 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 a uh, like a typical box robot from like the 60s, you know, with like Lego pincer hand things. Just, just a little Get bit. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit similar to Order over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not even wearing any pajamas. <laughs> and, uh, they, they start loading stuff onto the truck, and um, uh, Mullet Goff is like. He goes, okay guys, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in my car, you get in yours, let's just uh we'll go the way that I came from, we'll leave uh, this way, just follow me. He gets in his like red sports car, turns it on. Is there is there any chance that this car could be flying? Or it's definitely it, a road vehicle? Uh, it's got it's got turbines on the side of it, so it can fly. Okay. Does it look similar to an 80s Toyota MR2? Um, yes, but it's yes. red. <laughs> That's okay, they can be that colour. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got, a, like, it's got a Chevrolet badge on the front of it, for some reason. Oh, do not like... No, 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 That's okay. <laughs> but a big one. It's like a metre long. You know what, the low tire? <laughs> it's alright. For the sake of our arrangement, we require you to travel with us. I will. I'm just going to get in my car so that I'm not leaving it here. We're going to convoy. Mullet. In our vehicle. Look, I'm the boss here, man. We have you can't be telling luxury. Me what to do. You can't be telling me what to do, man. I'm the boss here. Hey, come man. on, Rexy. You're a new guy. Hey, tell him. Yeah, he's a new guy. Mullet. He's what up. are you worried about? Let's go. If you do not comply, I will <laughs> grab both of your ass cheeks and... <laughs> Turn your colon inside out. Look, mate, you're fired. That's it. You're done. And as he's saying that, you got you guys notice a bunch of um like um robots running out of this facility, and on their head there's some robots, and then there's some you know like some some mutated humans. You have extra eyes and extra arm and stuff, and they've got like um these helmets with like a little light on top, and it's flashing. <laughs> and they're like, stop! And the robots like, stop. Stop right there, thieves! Stop! And they're Julianus running after you. He's gonna turn his elephant leech creature around and just get it to vomit whatever barrel it has in its mouth out at his. <laughs> just like and then like slap <laughs> animal the handling. Slap back to two, <laughs> yes. two mounds to just get it to run. <laughs> animal handling. Ooh. Ooh, that's uh, that's six. It's not great. Six? It's not great. You mean you didn't train you, it? I don't want to You you slap it on the the ass and it like turns to you and it just like shoots the um. <laughs> Buy me a drink first. <laughs> shoots the the barrel that it has at you, knocking you to the ground, and then it just like runs off in a random direction. But the people are charging after you, and he's like. Look, man, we can talk about whether you're fired or not later. I said you were fired, but this is, look, it's a very stressful situation. <laughs> look, if, you, if you're worried, get in the sports, get in my car with me, get in my Chevrolet with me, and we'll, and we'll go, man. There's no, let's not make, mess around. Come All on, right, guys, let's go, go, go. So I can go tell Biff to gun it. All right, let's go. We all mount up. Dub gets in the Chevrolet. Yes. <laughs> That's what it says on the back. I don't know if it is. Let's see. And then he puts, his foot, he puts his foot to the ground, the wheels churn, the turbines turn on, and it starts driving off. The truck follows it. Uh, you start 
speeding through the city, following this um, this red little sports car with um, roll, roll roll a d20 for me. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Gonna roll off. No, that's not a d20. Odds or evens. Roll eighteen. Evens. Your face comes off for a moment and then you, you catch it and then you look to see if he's noticing and he he goes to turn to you and you just it's already on your still it's back on your face he's like you right? yes no problem it's like yeah. it's kind of skewed even more you're, like you're looking through one of the nostrils yeah, one eye is showing but I straighten it up and it, uh, it, it it's all good in the end as you guys speed out of the city, you drive onto a bridge that takes you over to like this area with all the barges. You drive on the barge, he pays off a couple of the barge guys who take you across the water to the other side. You see at the edge of the water, all of those guys with sirens, they were on push bikes. They pulled up next to like, like that, looking at you guys and like shaking their fists as their hats are going off and they're yelling thieves. I want to pop on with my sniper rifle. Yeah, I just open fire. You start firing into the innocent I people want, no, of I don't, I don't want to actually. I don't want to, okay, okay. Let's rephrase that. I don't want to hit one. I want to hit the bike. I want to just like knock a bike. You start firing head. into the innocents and the and the security workers of the desalination plant of Wait, Are they innocents or security workers? So we see this scene of these people like shaking their fist at the dock and then a, a crowd of people coming up and like this little rat girl with their rat mum is like, what's going on, mum? And then it's just pandemonium as bullets and big blasts of plasma start firing at them. Things start exploding. One of the robots is like, holy fuck, and he's walking away. Uh, one, the the giraffe guy who came along, he dives into the water, um, <laughs> and just like psh, straight dives into the water as you guys stop firing. Snip, snip, the boss is like, <laughs> holy shit, what this? What the frick just happened? Let's get out of here, guys. Look, you know what, man? I said you were fired. That, you know, the heat of the moment thing, I, I really appreciate your contribution to my business. You know, uh, <laughs> Let's go back to the shop and um, let's talk about um, maybe some, uh, maybe a bonus, you know, or maybe, you know, maybe you guys can, you know, do something a little bit more for me, a bigger job or something. I have something bigger on my mind planned. I Um, will assist for additional legal tender. You can have some more bullets when we get there. So how many innocents do I get? (laughs) 15. You hit 15. Thank you. As you climb into the sports car with him in the Chevrolet and you guys climb into the truck, you begin to drive off as the the sun starts to rise and then the truck stops and runs out of petrol. (laughs) (laughs) The end. I sorted that out. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice, good. All right. (laughs) Sweet.
That was good. That was good. I like that. Yeah, it, went, it went a little bit longer than I wanted. I, am, but I probably should have rerolled. I mean, actually, we probably should have rerolled characters for you, but it's kind of fun. Just yeah. Wait, so us yeah, in the right. sports car, where did we not? Where did we run out of petrol? I don't know. He just, he just kept driving. Maybe he needs more legal tender. I Come think, back next time. So I think I got all of the legal tender that everybody's entitled to, and whether or I or did you did distribute you just, it to everybody later on is up to Did you just pressure. kill him and take his car? That's also a possibility. That would be a possibility. I think I think I want the port that he's going to transfer to me once we reach his hub city. Or maybe you you guys continue driving for a bit. You notice that the truck hasn't been following. They, you finally turn around and you're wearing uh you you're wearing like a you know a, a black suit with long black hair and a new face and you're like, hey guys, <laughs> hello, <laughs> this is. Mullet. Job. <laughs> <laughs> that other human left. Uh, I, know, I know that's not Mullet. Hey, uh, Barry, should we kill this cunt? <laughs> Alright, let's just All right. put that there. Let's give. <laughs> let's edit Thanks, that out. <laughs> that was good. That was good, sorry. for listening to the show thank you for telling the show about a friend or the friend about a show not sure which way it goes can't remember but we say it a lot so it's kind of there if you would like to find us on facebook if you use that social media platform we are on there you can search us up in the search bar part and right beyond the dice you'll find us uh you can find us on instagram at beyond the dice there's plenty of stuff going up there Every few days, I do like an aesthetic drop, if you will, on the story. Lots of cool old art or aesthetic styles that I like, I will place in the story. You can find images and the artwork for each show and all that sort of stuff on our social media. It's a good way of getting in touch with us is on Instagram because I uh, speak to a lot of my own friends there as well. Um, We have a Discord. You can find that at our website, which is www.beyondthedice.com nice and easy and simple if you do need that again that's www.beyondthedice.com it's got a bunch of links to our various uh, social and other places there you can find us on youtube most of the episodes are up on youtube also Uh, where else what else Um, store.beyondthedice.com we have a bunch of merch over there, and it's not just our podcast-related merch, but it's got a lot of. Uh, got, it's got a lot of, not got a lot of. It has got a lot of merchandise based around RPGs and sci-fi and stuff like that. So if you don't really like our logo that much, but you want to buy something that's kind of related to D&D, fantasy, and or you know cyberpunk sort of stuff, you can find it there. So head on over there if you uh, can afford to buy a t-shirt. It would be amazing because it'll help us grow the show and help fund this little machine we're running. Now, if you can't afford to buy a t-shirt or a bag or a cap or a mask for your social distancing and stuff, um, that's okay. Don't stress. Please don't feel 
too obligated to obviously it helps us if you do but if you can't then it's all right so what you can do to help us and support the show for free is by telling that show about a friend or telling the friend about a show or sharing us on various social medias getting in touch with us let us know how you um how you're enjoying the show and how we're getting along we love honesty and our reviews is a big one as well so if you have podbean or if you have apple an apple device or whatever app you use uh please review us or uh, comment and hopefully we will see it if we do we will i mean we will but if we do see it we might even read it down the show um sometimes it ends up in the bloops the bloopers parts at the end of the episode so keep your ear out for that one uh, what else do we have do we have anything else that i can share i don't think so anyway I hope that you're having a good old time out there in this wild world we live in. Maybe one day, um, you know, we get to finally, our consciousness gets transported into a robotic body and we can walk around the world and fight against other robots. And then if the robot body is destroyed, we just, our consciousness goes all the way back to our bodies at home in the couch where we're being plastered into and being fed with tubes or some strange thing. Anyway. Uh, enjoy your evening. I hope you like the episode. The next one will be the actual gameplay part of it rather than just the uh, the setup and the character creation. So, bye! Thanks for listening once again. <laughs>